you to set goals for yourself. It gives you benchmarks for success in terms of your grades. And it also helps you to get tap into what you're good at, what you're not good at. Um, you know, professionally, we all change jobs a number of times throughout our career. But at least with the starting uh, your education, you at least will know if something isn't for you. Uh, so I think that uh, taking time to have an education is, is important and will help you with your confidence as well. And one of the things I'll add is that not everybody can be Manu. And <laughs> the truth is many of us, particularly at the age of 18, 19 and such, require structure. We want to learn. We have trouble networking. And so the university experience not only teaches you learning and theories that you can use for your business or for, for, the, for your future uh, as an entrepreneur, because almost everybody I think should be an entrepreneur eventually. And I think the college university experience can really help you. But you also have this whole network. You have this experience of independent living, living in residence, all these amazing experiences. The idea that you know, it's, it's the academic institutions that are causing a problem is actually uh, a little bit narrow because the truth is society by itself systemically forces people to think that they need to do certain things, whether it's, you know, uh, or, or the force of a down a certain path. You can choose, most people who go through university, 80%, they, they pick the wrong thing because they don't take the time to understand their brand and what they really want. But if they did that, they would feel more empowered by the learning that they would do and the environment that they have, and they'd actually be more empowered when they come out of school because they've already networked, they've created amazing video content on LinkedIn, and by the end of it, they're actually getting huge opportunities, people knocking at their door. So what you do is you take the university experience and you add to the idea of strategic networking, building relationships, and creating amazing content for a brand that you already know about before you start first year. All right, uh, wow, okay. <laughs> Woo! I'm gonna have to be a little careful here, all right? Guys, it's not physical, it's just, uh, it's just a debate. Uh, okay, so uh, let's do one minute response and then I wanna just engage the audience a bit. Maybe we'll switch up the, the, the topic, Dan? Cool, so my comment based, I guess both, both of the uh, opposing candidates kind of mentioned this. Um, they, talked about, they talked about time and for me, or not for me, sorry, in general, as an entrepreneur, as a person starting out a business, your biggest asset, number one asset is your time. Your second asset or thing that you require is money. School takes up both time and money in significant ways, neither of which you can get back. Thank you. <laughs> Drop the mic, young fella. Drop the, uh, the, little, little response, all right? Like, I don't know, like maybe many of us, my parents are immigrants and for them education was, was the way. Um, I definitely found that education was not the way for me um, and I ended up having to turn to entrepreneurship because that educational path failed and I had to make several major pivots. And, and, well, and point of order, I have way too much time here. Like, <laughs> sorry, sorry. One last one. Bobby, man, let's, let's keep the speech. Just say and, and one thing we'll too, show you some love, one right? thing too, Bob, Bobby mentioned specifically, he started off his whole speech by saying, not everyone can be me. And then at the end, it starts off by saying, oh, everyone's gonna go to university, create smart LinkedIn content, they're gonna network, they're gonna do all of these like, things. I don't think that is the average university student. And more importantly, I think a lot of times people going into school do exactly what Bobby just pointed out as a problem, which is rushing into that process, not knowing what they wanna do, and instead not taking time for themselves to okay. be able to think about things that they actually value in their life. All right, Manu speaks some fire. All right, Bobby, here's what I'm gonna do for you. We're gonna do one question, your team can answer, all right? He, hey, it's a favor. All right, do we have a question in the audience? All right, oh, little question, here we go. Okay, it's, team, it's a question for this side. How can you defend or justify the cost of university versus, uh, you know, what people end up doing with that degree? 
great question. I would say it's a great opportunity to learn how to manage money early <laughs> on. <laughs> Uh, I yes, it, the cost of education is crazy, but there are opportunities to um, better yourself through um, seeking ways outside of the box, um, looking at ways that um, you know there's amazing entrepreneurs that are uh, going to school and making millions of dollars at the same time. So perhaps there's a, there's opportunities there. It's <laughs> good, Mom. All right. Do, do we have a? Do we have another question? Another question in the audience. We'll do one more. All right. We'll hear. We'll uh, hear the rebuttal side as well. So I'm going to pick on team education. So the, with the um, the blast of MOOCs now getting on massive open online courses or courses that are things like Lynda.com. Why do you think an entrepreneur actually has to physically go into a classroom to get a degree? And why can they not get it from one of the MOOCs? Well, when we talk about uh, you know university degree, I mean, again, you can actually do a lot of work at home. You don't actually have to go to classes all the time. I didn't go to classes. I skipped calculus all the time. But I still learned I got an A in it, right? So, I mean, you don't have to do that. But to your, to your point, I think that, yeah, I think there's a lot of, yeah, I'll be honest. Like I have, I have an engineering degree which I don't use anymore. I had an MBA which I don't think helped me as much. Uh, but I'm on this side, and why I'm on this side? Because I still think that no, no. I, I'm just being very open to the fact that you know there's there's a flaw in every you know it would be it would be it, there's a flaw in every side for sure. And I think that you know the, the university degree gives you a lot of other things you you can get just by networking with people and also there's I, I find that during university experience you know, I was it was my time to really explore being an adult and trying new things I, I, I joined I joined the, the the musical theater group and then I joined this the big brothers group and then I tried uh, you know to I, I went to my first um, like rally like it was just very interesting for me because I just learned so much as a person between 17 and 23 when I was there and I just it was just a really formidable experience and what I will say is that while the classes were part of it to me there was far more greater uh, stuff from uh, the leadership opportunities with the clubs and stuff and secondly I got a, a lot of learning um, just from the people that I met and the, 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 the things that they, really the best friends of my life that's my take on it I'm not sure if I answered it properly so. as, as a career, someone who's helping people with their careers um, there's massive competition out there and it's, it's, it's sad and it's unfortunate that uh, you know, there's bots that are looking at your resumes and deciding whether or not you're going to be successful getting an interview or not. And so, unfortunately, you know, whether it's fair or not, uh, you know, whether you have a degree um, is something that, um, you know, it may take you out of the running if you um, don't have whatever level of education that they're, they're looking for. Uh, that being said, there's creative ways around everything, but I think that it's just going to be that much harder to get ahead. Okay. Very, very interesting uh, arguments. Hopefully those answer your question. Okay, we're going to sort of switch it up now, all right? Different topic. This is going to go to the team that's for entrepreneurship. We have obviously some, some amazing entrepreneurs uh, on, the, on this panel. So the question is, obviously with the likes of, of Gary Vee, Right, everybody knows Gary Vee here, but also a lot of influencers, right, who are going viral, especially now in the age of internet, social media. Do you think that's actually romanticizing entrepreneurship? Do you think it's making it more appealing? Do you think people want that luxury lifestyle? Do you think people want to be on that seat speaking? 
But also on the flip side, do you actually think it's meant for, for everybody? You know, is, is entrepreneurship, you know, the end destiny for everybody, maybe in this room, or for some people, is it just not natural, it's not right? <laughs> a little tricky one, eh? You didn't, you didn't see that coming. <laughs> So I think my personal view on this is I have parents, two parents that are not entrepreneurs and they both love their nine to five job. And that's one thing that I don't like as much about entrepreneurship is like this weird antagonistic view towards people that have a nine to five job and a job that they like. I mean, I reasonably would love to have a nine to five job if it meant I could hang out with my brother and come back to Toronto a lot, meet my friends, go out at night, do all the stuff that I really want to do for myself. Um, and so I do think that there are trade-offs with either system, and I do agree, entrepreneurship is so glamorized in the media, right? It's all about like when you get into it, you're gonna be sitting with a laptop and a beanbag chair and another millennial, and you know, you're gonna be like driving a private jet, driving a private jet, you never know, right, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but I do think that one of the huge things that like this debate needs to corner around, right, is the standard we wanna set in society. Like, for every one example the other team can bring up of another student that went through university and loved their time there, we can also bring up examples of people that didn't have a good time there. The question isn't on these case-by-case -case basis. It's actually more on the standard we should set when we go home and we talk about entrepreneurship. Is it something we should even encourage to our kids? Is it something we should encourage as an ulterior route to education or something intertwined with it? And for us, I think, we all do believe that there is another path out there that a lot of people are going on. They're being real about it because they have an honest approach to their business and their approach to life. Point of order, that's biased towards the other side. Look at neutral. Okay, I love it. Uh, okay, so let, let's hear a rebuttal. I, I think you guys can, can sort of come back with some good arguments. So no, no worries, no worries. Okay, so the question really is: Are influencers like Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, and, and other, I guess, influencers in the entrepreneurial community, are they romanticizing entrepreneurship, and is that causing students, young professionals, to go into it thinking that they're going to adopt, you know, the same lifestyle very quickly, even though it might not be for them? I, I definitely think that um, you know we all get that that feeling of um, envying what uh, someone else is doing, and definitely in the age of social media, and, and that can certainly glorify certain ways of living. Um, but you know, I believe that with every situation, um, there's there's um, the the brand and the portrayal of what is out there, but then there's that whole backstory that you don't necessarily hear. Uh, so I think that, yes, I think that Gary Vee has done amazing things to encourage people to take risks and to work really hard. I think his messaging is work hard, work really hard, put in a lot of hours, and so I think that that, that philosophy is important to the benefits of education and the fact that you know whatever you invest in yourself is going to build your confidence and when you have confidence then that radiates out to everybody that you're around and it's just like it, it provides the energy you put out brings back positive opportunities for you I think so um, hard work education 
it all builds for you to feel better about yourself. And so the opportunities, you're going to go after more because you have more confidence. I was going to add that I don't think Gary Vaynerchuk is doing a bad job. I think that he really, he comes across to some people as bad because he's so passionate. He really cares. He doesn't want people to go through the stuff that my, I myself went through, feeling lost for many years in several careers. I mean, I think that he's really passionate. There are others who uh, I think do glamorize, and I think that's a bit, bit of a problem. And I think, but it's up to us to be critical thinkers. And it's up to us to mature and to look at things with a, you know, with a very, uh, High lens and detail lens, and you can learn a lot of that in university. <laughs> oh my, okay, oh, now, now, now it's a battle. All right, uh, we have a question from the audience. This is gonna go uh, to the team that's for entrepreneurship. You ready? All right. So I'm currently enrolled in university, and I'd love to hear, I, January, I don't really care who answers this, I'd love everybody to answer it. Um, I mean, I'm an entrepreneur, I guess I'm starting to be an entrepreneur, and I think that I think and this is gonna sound like bullshit, because it is, but I still think it, that you can't be a successful entrepreneur anymore if you don't drop out of university. Like literally, that's how tight I feel I'm trapped in this narrative. So I wanna hear you guys' thoughts on that, because I don't think I'm right, but sometimes you need somebody to prove you wrong before you stop thinking you're right. So I'm curious and I'm, I'm willing to be proven wrong, but I'm actually looking for an answer. Amazing, okay. So as an entrepreneur, I, I actually uh, went to school in something totally unrelated to what I'm doing now, and that's quite a common trend. But one thing that holds me back as an entrepreneur is the fact that I didn't go to business school and that I don't have a good, strong financial um, understanding of you know projections, and, and I'm learning, and I, as part of being an entrepreneur is that you learn so many different things but I feel like choosing the right choice of education is something that can help you, like, you know, marketing is a great example. If you go to school in marketing, if you become an entrepreneur, it's only gonna help you. That's why I just wanna say, I study marketing. Yeah. The challenge is, you're right, but the challenge is my textbooks are from 2007, mm. so you imagine how that looks. Yeah. So it's the way of thinking that I think is toxic about school, for me at least, I don't speak generally, I just say the way of thinking in the world where it's black and white, school yeah. is right or wrong, yes or no, true or false. <laughs> like I think that being an entrepreneur requires that you have like a gut instinct and you trust it, and school doesn't really nurture that, so that's how yeah, so I guess I think that I would probably be com more confident if I had studied math and numbers and finance and business. I think that would have given me an edge that would have built my confidence as an entrepreneur. Okay, thank you. And then for me, you know, I did engineering because I was good at math and physics. And in retrospect, knowing now that I was, I'm an entrepreneur and I want to be an entrepreneur, I probably would have done business and I would have just learned more about that stuff because I've struggled with that in the, in the first few years of my business. Uh, but you know, as someone with a degree in an MBA, like yeah, I now have an entrepreneur. Uh, I think I think they did help me, but I also understand the point that where uh, it's not uh, there, there's challenges for a lot of people. And part of the problem is again, people, eighty percent of university students in first year do something completely different in their lives because they don't take time to understand what is it they really want to do that aligns with their purpose and create something good. And if they did that, they'd have much more chance to create something really focused when they actually do pay all that money and do invest that time and energy in university. When it comes to those courses specifically, like if you are not, uh, it, I guess, in response to both of uh, the individual on this side, um, if you are not, if numbers are not your strength, if you're not an accounting person, a finance person, 
you shouldn't be spending your time struggling over accounting and finance. You should learn the amount that you need in order to operate and to be able to hire experts or bring on experts that can help you with that. If you try to learn every aspect of business, you'll never actually make any progress. So no, you wouldn't take several slow courses that are part of a semester system that, that dates back you know, however many years. You would actually just learn those uh, individual components as you need them, and then uh, either hire a trainer to coach you on that, or hire someone to execute for you. Well, I, I would say if you have a couple months to finish. I mean, I know, <laughs> even though I'm an entrepreneur. Um, yeah, and that, I think that you can do both. You can begin to, um, like I know a lot of, a lot of people who are employees who they would like to start to make a, make a jump or to start to explore entrepreneurship, and there's nothing stopping you from also developing that skill set too. I, I, like I, I was all in, but I mean, I didn't necessarily have a choice at the time. Um, the last job I had as a teacher, I was making $12 an hour. So um, yeah, I would, but sometimes, unless people jump in all the way, they sometimes don't, don't make a move, so, so that, that's where I see sometimes the struggle happening. All right, so I think. Swish, you want to end it off? I'll just say, like, I think I'm curious. Because I know he's like, kind of in school. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am kind of So here's something for Bobby, I guess. It's like, I am coming back to school next year. Uh, Minus one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, give him some time. Give him some time. To <laughs> but here's like, the reason why, and I think you're like, I think the empirical fact is like, there are obviously so many people who go through university and do well in entrepreneurship. It's just the media capitalizing on people who don't because it is a sensationalized field inherently. So it's like a vicious cycle where like, in order to glamorize it more, we're going to get the media to glamorize the factors that are very much like a minority of people, in my opinion, that become billionaires off dropping out of school. However, I do think the reason why I'm going back to school now is primarily for the reasons that we've stated throughout, which is there are a ton of people who feel lost in school. I think Bobby's pointed that out as well. But the question is not just if you feel lost in school, continue pushing yourself into that education system. It's also potentially looking outside of the classroom and trying to take some self-initiative, which I know Bobby's talking about with networking, with all of this stuff, which is not inherent to university. Like I am not in college right now, and yet I can still network, I can still go out and have coffees with people, and I can at least think a lot more on things that I'm passionate about than a degree that I don't know if I'm even gonna use it. So I personally think that the debate, again, cannot just be on like the pros and cons and the cons and pros of each side. It's more of the standard we wanna set when it comes to going outside that door and telling people your view on this topic which cannot just be one-sided, it has to be a bit more nuanced, and has to also take into account people who are currently in the educational system who do not feel like they fit in any day of the week. Hallelujah. All right, so, uh, you know, before we end it off, I wanna do a quick thing. Uh, let's, let's hear some cheers, first of all. I'm gonna call out the team, and if you, you side with it, let's hear some big, big, big cheers. I know Bobby wants you, I, I don't wanna be biased here. Please vote, vote uh, neutrally, all right? So, uh, the team for entrepreneurship, let's hear it. All righty, okay, here, well, please, I'm just gonna stand here, just in case, I don't wanna get a kick or anything like that. <laughs> the team against entrepreneurship, let's hear it. Okay, I don't know if I should claim a winner here, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, no, for real, I really want to thank you guys for being here. 
Uh, I know it's tough, obviously after work and after your commitments, whether you're an entrepreneur or a working professional, to be here on a, on a Wednesday night. We really appreciate you being here. We're gonna have a lot of cool events coming up. Stay tuned, stay close. Thank you to our panelists. Let's hear a round of applause for them. So I'm just gonna quickly close everything out, just two minutes. Um, thank you again to everyone who came out and spoke. Thank you to everyone who came out. Um, the one call to action I think we wanna make now is we've, we've gone through three meetups now and it's been fun, it's been awesome. We're all like, you know, coming to new venues and I didn't even know this thing place existed. Um, and I think the real cool thing now would be to get a lot of input. So like, please be 100% honest. Like, if there are parts of the meetup that you don't like, or there are ideas that you have, or you even want to come on board and help us organize the next one, which we're looking to do at the end of March, please, please, please do that. Like, we're very open to having people come up and moderate, or speak, or be part of a panel that they really want to see, or to even come and organize an entire section. One of the things Bobby and I were talking about was potentially doing like a content creation time, where like.